Hi, welcome back to From What I Remember. I'm Nicole. Do you guys know those giant blue IKEA bags? I mean, they're enormous. They carry a buttload of stuff. I think we've moved four times and half of my home could fit in them. But what if my home was a blue Ikea bag. I know that sounds funny, but hear me out. When my mom and her family got to the Pulau Bidong refugee camp in Malaysia, the first thing they bought was a blue tarp just like those blue Ikea bags. And yes, I did say bye because nothing was given to them when they arrived. When we escape the country, everybody has gold in the body. We don't carry money because money, Vietnam money, do not go do anything in Malaysia. Yeah. So everybody prepare and carry gold with them. High under your clothes, high under the underwear, so that in case you get robbed in the middle of the ocean, you still have that in your body. So, how do you build a house? What if instead of two by fours and nails and brick and mortar or even a tin roof, you just have a blue tarp? How do you build a house? We build a tent first. So, we live in the tent for a few months until we find a spot of area we want and we will run up the mountain and chop the wood down and make a frame and build a house. In 1974 in Pulau Bidong, infrastructure was severely lacking. On top of building their own shelter, my mom and her family cut down small branches and they bound them together to make beds. Nothing was ready or prepared. Nothing was given. Everything had to be bought. Malaysia people, they keep, they come in the boat, they keep coming to our islands and they bring all the food to sell to us. So whoever will have money, they want to buy it and then they sell it back to refugee people. Like daytime, they become like a little market. Refugee people, they buy chicken and stuff and noodles, they make soup noodles and they sell it to us. I remember one night my mom had give us a little money to buy a bowl of noodles to eat. It's really nothing. It's just soup and noodle. It doesn't not like routine and stuff like that. When you live there, you don't have enough food and nutrition, so everything tastes so good. So you get so excited to eat the bowl of soup. Pulau Bidong closed in the early 1990s, and by then, around 250,000 Vietnamese and Cambodians had lived there. By the end, it had houses and schools and adequate food and water. But in the 1970s, you had to have a lot more ingenuity. More on this story later, but next time on From What I Remember, we're going to go into a story about my dad's time in a Vietnamese jail.